So, you want to write addictive articles. What's the first step? Hmm, the title. How do you write a clickbaiting one? Keep listening. Writing tracks. How to write anything. Well, what are the main ingredients that we need if we want to create addictive writing? What are the tricks of the trade? Keep on listening. We're going to begin and we're going to discuss first the title. Why is this important? Well, if you want to create addictive writing, you need to begin with a very good title. And this is called like click baiting. You just want people to click. I mean, you just want people to keep on reading. So you need to use something shocking. For example, imagine that you want to say um, something unexpected about computer games. So you could begin your title. You could begin by saying something like, computers are way too soft. We want brutality. So this is something that people, in theory, wouldn't expect. So people want to find out more about it. Like, who wants brutality? Are, are computer games way too soft? Why is this the case? So if you're going to use something shocking, this would be the equivalent of, in literature, uh, using something like a circular way, where you are going to begin your uh, novel or your writing with what happens with the very last thing. So by the time that the reader goes until the very end, then they will go back to the very beginning. So use something shocking like, yesterday was the day in which I was killed. If you begin a sentence or a narrative like that, people will be hooked. Because how can that be possible? That's something shocking. Or if you say, today was the last time in which I was born. I mean, you may be a Hindu, you may be a Buddhist, you may believe in reincarnation, and for you it won't be shocking. But if you are a, a, from the Judeo-Christian tradition, that would shock you. So something similar would be adding things like, things that people won't expect, like things like computer games are too soft. You, we, we want brutality. What is this? You're not giving us enough strength. So how would this work when it comes to punctuation? So if you're linking two ideas, contrasting ideas and expected ideas, remember that there was a way, a punctuation mark that would help you. That was the semicolon. So you can call it things like computer games are way too soft, semicolon, we want brutality, exclamation mark. That would be a good way to start. Or uh, a second trick, instead of something shocking, the second thing would be to leave your reader interested. Something like, imagine that you're writing, and as I've told you in the previous episode, you're writing for someone in mind, I mean, for someone specific, for a specific person. It's, uh, for example, a professional person is going to go on a conference, he goes to Madrid, and he wants to find out the hottest clubs and discos. So leave him interested, something like, You'll never believe the kind of nightlife waiting for you in Madrid, exclamation mark. So you'll never believe why, because it's going to be good, bad, something in between. What is it that I won't believe? What is something that I will never believe? I, I've traveled, I, I know. So let, let me keep on reading. And then you will have him interested. You'll never believe the kind of nightlife waiting for you in Madrid. 
you'll never believe what happened the other day. You'll never understand what I'm about to tell you. So in this case, by the grammar that you're using, you are challenging your audience and chances are they're going to be interested in whatever it is that you have to say. Then a third approach would be to begin with a mysterious explanation. So something like Madrid at night is like a jungle. Here's one. How would we write this? Madrid at night is like a jungle, colon, here's why, and then ellipsis, dot, dot, dot. What are we doing? Remember that in English, whatever you write before the colon has to make perfect sense on its own. So you'll never believe the kind of nightlife with Madrid at night is like a jungle. So that makes perfect sense. And then the colon means, let me explain, let me tell you all about it. And then we'll have, here's why. But when you have the dot, 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 and the ellipsis, and you're leaving blank information out, you, again, you're clickbaiting because people say, why? Why is like a, a jungle can be a good thing or a bad thing. So what is it that is there waiting for me? Is it something scary? Is it something good? Is it something I should be wary of? Uh, what is it that I can, I can expect? And then, last but not least, the fourth thing that you can include in a title is lists. For whatever reason, don't ask me why because I don't understand this myself, but for whatever reason, people love lists. So if you begin your article by saying the top five places to see and to be seen in Madrid, people will get hooked to it. People want to read about the top five places, the top three experiences, three things never to miss in Madrid. So people are drawn to lists. So if you want your writing to be addictive, include it. See if it works. See if it works for your audience. So just to recap, we're going to, we're trying to pursue addictive reading. The very first step is to produce a title that will be compelling, mysterious, shocking, interesting, and that will draw your reader to click on the link so that the reader wants to find out about the things that you want to say. So remember, either something shocking and perhaps expressing contrast, having two contrasting sentences linked by a semicolon, or uh, leaving your reader interested by challenging him, like you'll never believe, you'll never understand, you'll never, exclamation marks, of course. Or mysterious explanations with columns, just you declare something and then you tell your reader, here's why, or find out more, or keep on reading. And you can use ellipses to, to draw and to continue into the mystery. Or lists, top five experiences, three best hotels, five super duper places, you know. Uh, so these are the things that I would recommend that you use. Try it in your own writing or it next time that you're on the internet on the internet and you're browsing things and you click on something, think about the title. What was in the title that drew you there? Why did you click? Okay, so I hope that helped. I hope that this will help you creating better titles and getting more traffic to your site. And as always, I mean, happy listening. I'll see you in the next episode.
Hi, I'm Mada Jurado, the person behind this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Writing Tricks. I'll be back with new episodes pretty soon. You can find more writing tricks on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or your favorite podcast directory. Some of you have asked me how to help this podcast. Well, if you find the tricks interesting and you want them to keep coming to your phone, the best way to make sure that this happens is to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. Of course, don't forget to follow it on Twitter and on Facebook at Writing Tricks and on Instagram at Writing Tricks FM. I'll meet you there and I'll see you next time. In the meantime, remember, there are easy tricks to learn how to write anything. <laughs>